Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Hadit.com Radio Show. Hadit.com Radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 26th day of February 2018. We're here today with our co-host, Jay Basser. And uh, today we have Berta Simmons on as our guest speaker, and always glad to have her on. Uh, she does such a fine job. Uh, Berta, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing just great, Gerald. Uh, it's spring in New York. It was 54 degrees today, but I just saw the weather report that we're going to get snow by the weekend. <laughs> so, oh. you know, it's, yeah, New York weather's crazy. But yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, you live up north there. <laughs> yeah, boy, I used to live in the south. I don't south. know how you do it. But, well, uh, I, I I used to live in New Jersey, and to me that was definitely a southern state compared to New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, uh, but, you know, we were talking here before the show. I wanted to bring this out, but bring everybody's attention to it. Uh, uh See, that was Carl uh, Cross. Uh, he done that uh, article on uh, uh, selling uh, seven hundred thousand veteran medical records to the UK over there, some company, uh, Deep Mind or something. Uh, now, uh, I'd like to warn all veterans about this. Uh, you know, if a, if you're not aware of it, be on, uh, have your eyes and ears open because I'll tell you, it, it could be a serious thing, and I don't know that it's something uh, veterans want to want to see done. And uh, although they claim that uh, uh, the information, all the Personal information's been scrubbed. Uh, uh, I I just don't buy that at all. Uh, no, I don't either, uh, Gerald. If nobody's put a link yet uh, to Ben Krause's article, I'll I'll try to put a link there uh, tomorrow. Because, okay. Uh, he's the one that seemed to expose this situation. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know uh, we we lose too many freedoms as it is. Oh. And uh, why? And another thing is why this is outsourced, going to be outsourced to a UK company. I mean, I thought Americans were supposed to keep the business back in the United States. You well, know, yes. You know, I mean, that didn't make sense to me either. But I just briefly skimmed over the email. But I'll post a link at it tomorrow, and then by tomorrow there there will be comments on it at Ben's oh, site. Wow. It might be. Interesting to see what some of the veterans said about it. Well, I think if there's ever to be a class action suit, this certainly yeah, would be yeah. something that, to be looked at because yeah. uh, oh, I would uh, think this so. is horrible. I, I'm glad he put that information out because yeah. I hadn't heard it before. No, me either. He gets all sorts of tips. Uh, yes, he some, does. He's uh, got some insiders. I, <laughs> he he he's uh, he does a really good job. I enjoy his articles. Yeah, me and, too. And uh, but this is something uh, all you veterans 
and not only veterans, I think anybody out there. Well, I would uh, think, yeah. Yeah. Anybody. Uh, uh, this is, uh, this could be a, a, you know, in the long term, uh, it could be a very serious deal. Anytime, especially the government. Now, they're farming this out. That makes it even worse as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. Get their hands on anything. They're going yeah. to abuse it in one way yeah. or another. Yeah, it more will be abused. Yeah, more than likely. Yes. They're going uh, to sell to the highs better. They always do. Yeah. And wish, uh, it's horrible. It is. It is. I wish I knew more about it, Gerald. You know, well, uh, me, me too, but I yeah. just read that. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, that's... That wasn't really on the agenda, but it just, I thought it was something pretty important. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, uh, I'll put that link in how it unless Keeper did already. Yeah, because uh, we should all be aware of that. Um, uh, well, I guess as everybody knows it had it, I'm a civilian, uh, Gerald, and I guess the yeah, listeners yeah. know that by now. But uh, one thing for sure that I know when I'm a civilian is the military can be a very dangerous place to be, regardless oh, of where. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Regardless of where you served, when you served, uh, even regardless of an MOS that you had. And so I thought maybe tonight we could be discussing Lyme disease and uh, liver fluke. Now, the liver yes. fluke problem is seems to be specific to Vietnam veterans at this point. However, uh, actually, even the liver fluke situation could apply to veterans who served uh, elsewhere, uh, uh, you know, anywhere, but uh, in the in the Southeast Asia area. But um, uh, I, I seem to be uh, interested in learning a lot about Lyme disease today but and yesterday, but the more research I did, I found out the less I know. And the funny thing is, really, the medical community does not know a whole heck of a lot about Lyme disease, as it is. But they're, they're getting to that point. Um, uh, and it's, uh, Lyme disease is uh, transmitted to humans through the bite of infected black-legged ticks. Now, I, I never looked at a tick to see if it had black legs or not, but, but, uh, <laughs> but they, they, usually, they usually call them deer ticks. And I yeah. was surprised to learn that they not only come from deer, but they can come from all sorts of rodents or any type of mammal that's living in the wild in certain places around the globe. And I was very surprised uh, to find out that they're found in every state in the United States except Hawaii. And they're also found globally uh, in many other parts of the world. And... Um, what happens is um, Lyme disease, if you get a tick bite, and see, I used to, uh, well, I used to live in New Jersey, but my parents had a home in Pennsylvania, which was near the river, and we had to walk through a woodlot to get through it, and they uh-huh. would always check us when we were little to see if there were any ticks on us or in our clothes. Yeah. And they were more afraid. Like, we'd go down there with our kayaks, and, uh, and we didn't even know how to swim at that point. And we'd fish, and they were more concerned about tick bites than they were about three kids, you know, fooling around in the Delaware River with no adult supervision. 
And now I, I know why, because they were very well aware of uh, this type of uh, tick bite that can cause Lyme disease. And then they, my parents also said, if you ever see a bullseye rash, let us know right away on your body. Well, I didn't even know what a bullseye rash was, and luckily we never got them. But um, just to get back, uh, Lyme disease, that rash is, is pretty important when it comes to filing a claim. Um, now, my research showed me that if you do get a tick bite and you're treated right away for the residual symptoms with antibiotics, you usually will never develop a chronic uh, Lyme disease situation. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, many... Uh, people with chronic Lyme disease are profoundly disabled. Uh, the National Institute of Health uh, found that their quality of life was worse than that of control populations of patients with congestive heart failure. That, 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 that's awful. I mean, to compare it to congestive heart failure and fatigue, one of the biggest symptoms, residual symptoms, was on a par with the type of fatigue that multiple sclerosis patients get, and that that shocked me. I mean that, so it can go from from a minor tick bite that's treated and treatable, or into a full blown chronic condition. And um, then I read this interesting article, uh, the Northport VA in New York. Um, they seem to be quite up on treating Lyme disease because it's endemic on Long Island, near where that oh. VA hospital is. Yeah. And anything endemic uh, means that there's a, a large population that can be isolated at very various different parts. So apparently in Long Island, they have a lot of deer ticks. And uh, the North Park uh, Veterans Administration, they have a screening process, um, which... Uh, and. It's very sensitive screening testing for uh, 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 Lyme disease, and it's called the, the C6 pep, peptide test. And I don't know oh, okay. what that uh, is. I looked it up, but I didn't have the time to find out much about it. But it was pretty interesting to me that the VA, at least this VA up here in New York, uh, does have a screening test for Lyme disease. Uh, and... Uh, some veterans have uh, succeeded in getting service connection for it. This is not easy to be service connected for, though, uh, Gerald. One of our members posted a board decision, um, and uh, which made me think, gee, you know, what a good radio show this would be if we could give out a little bit of information about it. Uh, the veteran uh, was uh, at Fort McCoy in 1985, uh-huh. and uh, he was bitten by a tick. And he had a buddy statement from a guy who was in the same unit he was that verified that he had what they call a bullseye rash on his thigh. Uh, there's pictures of the bullseye rash on the inter- uh, Internet. And uh-huh. it's, it's a large ring of red, and then sometimes it's pink on the edges. And uh, it, it, it could be a pretty good size. It could, it could cover a couple inches of skin. Yeah. And if a veteran can prove in their SMRs that they had that ring on their skin and maybe it was treated for a tick bite, or they can get body statements that said, yeah, you know, it's there. Uh, they, they have a good chance to prove not only that they had Lyme disease in service, but that they would might also have a chronic 
disability that is service-connectable maybe 30 or 40 years after the tick bit them. Uh, it's not easy. And the case that the uh, one of our members posted, uh, the guy not only had that buddy statement, but Dr. Bash came along and <laughs> gave him a fabulous independent medical opinion, uh, pointing out the guy uh, was in an endemic area uh-huh. for uh, tick bites, he had the bullseye rash in service, service, typical for Lyme disease. He had acute illnesses consistent with the early stages of Lyme. Uh, he had been a conformatory positive high Lyme disease, which had been concer- confirmed and diagnosed, uh, which were not inconsistent with the stages of chronic Lyme disease. So they granted him uh, for Lyme disease, and... Um, let me see. Uh, he had claimed he had been fighting this for a long time, and had uh, claimed possibly claimed some under other sec- secondary. So I know that they granted it, but I'm not sure if it was remanded or not. There was uh, one case on remand where the veteran um, indicated that he served in Holland and Germany, and did a lot of backpacking while he was in the service. And uh-huh. he had a lot of articles and abstracts that say how prevalent these deer ticks are in Holland and Germany. And he had a series of symptoms that were consistent with chronic Lyme disease that had not been uh, treated early on. So, unfortunately, uh, this claim had been denied in the past, but with the um, they cons- the board considered the abstracts and uh, medical text that he submitted to be new and material evidence because they did put that veteran into an environment with a known high deer tick population. And yes. he did have so uh so he was on remand. I, I wish we knew the outcome. I hope he hope he won his claim. Um and then in another claim as a board uh um this was a veteran who had already been service connected and uh what they did they um wanted the VA to uh, rate him properly under, um, let me see, uh, 6319 for Lyme disease, and then consider his chronic fatigue syndrome under Diagnostic Code 6354 as a residual condition. So he not only had the Lyme disease, but he also had the secondary that was obviously going along with it. uh, and also in that same decision, and I'll, I'll post the links to these decisions at the website. Um, okay. The board said uh, active Lyme disease, this is active Lyme disease, uh, will be assigned 100% rating. 100%. Oh. Yeah, I was shocked. If you inactive, know, Berta, I, I just can't help but wonder how many veterans out there, you always hear how they're drug out, tired, uh, no yeah, energy, yeah. always wore out. Oh, yeah. How many of them uh, can, uh, uh, you know, they might not have been aware or paid any attention even. You well, Gerald, uh, I've been thinking the same thing for two or three days now uh, because Lyme disease, uh, the symptoms of it, could easily cause a doctor, even a the best doctor you can find, to diagnose it as something else uh, if, if the veteran never remembered being bitten by a tick. 
because oh, that, that, yeah. that red ring yeah. on their body will go away. And, you know, and here they're treating them for, them for something else, and they literally have the residuals of Lyme disease. So, you know, and how many veterans have been exposed to ticks oh. in Europe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all over. I went to basic training in Fort Leonard Wood, and I can't imagine a worse place for ticks. I mean, oh, hey, I, I, if, I would have, you, yeah, I would imagine. And yeah. it's odd. Now, I live in New York, and between the two properties I own, I've got about 52 acres with many wood knots and uh, fields and stuff like that. I've been all over, up and down uh, the hill I own, and I've never seen a tick in New York, not on me or not on any animal. Or, But that just tells me, well, this environment is probably not conducive to them, but Long Island, New York sure is. And uh, I'm beginning to wonder uh, even about Fort Drum and some of the other uh, military employees, even Fort Dix. I mean. Uh, uh, you know, they're all over the United States. I yeah, they really say. are. They really are. And uh, you catch military posts where they have, a, uh, you know, a lot of uh, area that's not populated. It's kind of out in the boonies. Uh where they have uh, different rodents and things, oh, you know, sure. Any, sure. anything with hair on it, a tickle latch onto. Oh, absolutely, Gerald. And uh, it it could be uh, uh, that could. I'm sure they bound to have a specialized blood test, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, they do, um, and uh, it's called a. Uh, oh, where is it? <laughs> uh, the the six. It's called it's called the C six peptide test. It's oh, okay. a definitive way to prove Lyme disease. And Nor- Northport uh, VA uh, is the test that they're using to look into it because it can definitively tell if a veteran has chronic Lyme disease. You know, uh-huh. in other words, they can tell if a veteran, no matter what the veteran's age, if they had a tick bite and they're, they, they've been having all these problems, uh, that had been misdiagnosed all these years because they thought it was something else, they can roll in or roll out Lyme disease. But I would think that a lot of our new uh, uh, men and women that are just becoming veterans or about to become veterans, they, they've got to think about these things, too, oh, uh, while they were in training, you know, uh, uh, because uh, it's so prevalent in the United States. I was I was shocked. Although yeah. it's in Europe and it's in uh, quite a bit of Asia, it seems like the northern part of Asia, uh, there's spots in Africa and South America where it's prevalent. But then again, Gerald, a lot of these other countries, they don't document stuff like the CDC that we have. They don't, you know, they don't have any way of really documenting a lot of the diseases their population gets. So we really don't know how many people worldwide have had Lyme disease. I believe we'd be surprised if we actually knew. Yeah, I I was quite shocked at the information I read. And um, uh, so there there are ways that a veteran can really try to prove their claim. Uh, It's not impossible. It takes some legwork. It takes quite a bit of legwork because uh, knowing the VA, they said, well, you got this before you went in the service or blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Or after you got out of the service. Yeah. But I'm beginning 
But I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if some of the insecticides that have been used uh, on uh, a lot of our bases were being used, in one sense, to prevent the, this type of tick. But I don't know. But it's uh, very thing. well could have. I mean, I would what imagine. would you use insecticide for? Be mosquitoes and ticks and uh, fleas and whatever yeah, else. I would imagine. But usually these ticks. The the problem with that is these ticks stay on wildlife until they can jump onto a human, in some way. Uh, well, or, they fill well, up we, with blood, then they let off a ten ten million babies. You know. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's something to really I don't think know. about. If you've ever had seed ticks on you, you yeah, we used to use uh, masking tape and roll them off. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that sounds good. Well, that I mean, good. Uh, before they stick to you, you know, you bump up against a limb or something or brush and Next thing you know, you got a million little seed ticks on you, and you can't oh only my. pick them off your fingers. Yeah, I, so, I've never seen them, Gerald. Boy, oh. sounds awful. <laughs> You're not missing nothing. Oh, I you bet. You don't want them on you. But tape seeds is a way to get them off before they stick to you, because boy. you don't want them sticking to you. No, boy, oh, boy. Uh, boy. Yeah. Even pets, uh, you know, uh, if you're taking oh, a yeah, dog, you, you know, yeah, you got to watch your animals. Yeah, but it was—it's it, really a, an interesting subject, and it does bother me how many uh, veterans today might have chronic Lyme disease, and maybe they don't even know it yet, and maybe the VA is treating them for the symptoms for something else. And, and don't, uh, Berta, don't forget the VA or the DOD, uh, they used uh, chemical and biological warfare agents uh, experimenting with ticks, uh, mosquitoes, and and everything else. Uh, so, uh, Well, yeah, well, not, there you go. Anybody uh, uh, in that ticks, test? Now, you could take a, a pot full of ticks up uh, have them contaminated, throw them out in an airplane, and wouldn't hurt them fall 10,000 feet. Boy, boy, oh boy. <laughs> you know, boy. they'd be all over the place biting someone. Yeah, and they bite, could, uh, uh But that's that's just some, you, you know. Some, yeah, it's, a, it, it's, it's a, a, an unusual situation uh, when you think about it because you wonder how many veterans might actually have chronic Lyme disease, and they don't even know it. That's and at least, true. Uh, at least the VA, at least the VA in New York is doing something about it, and there is a test that they can Well, at least if you know you have it, you can be treated, I would suspect. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but there's many it's stages. better not knowing. <laughs> yeah, and there's many stages of it, too. Uh, you know, and apparently antibiotics will work well at the first stage, but that means... Yeah that you were somewhere in some medic or somebody had to put it in their, your SMRs that they gave you antibiotics because you had a tick bite. And, yeah. um, you know, and uh, and heck, I mean, how, how many medics had antibiotics when some of you guys were in the service? I mean... Uh, no, they gave well, me I, APCs as far as I know. <laughs> what's that? 
That's uh, like a catch-all pill. Oh, oh. I think oh, it's called okay. APCs. Or oh. <laughs> It'll cure anything from <laughs> whatever. Oh, gee. Huh? Gee, is, is that the right name, John, APCs? Ibuprofen. Oh, is that what I'm uh, Oh, oh okay, yeah. Anti-inflammatories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've given that out to so many veterans that a veteran yeah. today with, with GERD, <laughs> gastroreflex disease, yep. <laughs> yep, they could get that service connected if the VA has had them on long-term, um, well, I'm saying NSAIDs. Now, John, NSAID, am I, NSAID, I might be, Oh, okay, because I was going to ask you if I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, boy, I'll tell you. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, sir. Oh. That's, uh, medicines include uh, ibuprofen. Yeah. Not naproxen, which is a leave. Yeah. And any of the medi- medication, anti-inflammatory, any of them, even, even boy. steroids. Boy. Boy, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah. Americans take that stuff all the time. But at least if they're a veteran, they'll get service connected for it. You know, if it's uh, been prescribed <laughs> no. by the VA, I stay away from that stuff. Now, I did, I, I did I, hear I, that. I did hear that anti-inflammatories will not will not will not cure the liver fluke disease. No, I don't think so, John. And that's our next subject. That that was the oh, same way. Yeah, um, liver fluke disease. Boy, oh boy, what a situation this is. Um, Remember Mike Harris, Mekong Delta Mike? Yes, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I haven't heard from him in a long time. And about five years ago, he sent me an email from a veteran that sent him an email saying uh, he heard that a, a, a Vietnam veteran died recently of cloangiocarcinoma, which was a rare cancer of the bile duct. And he was a river bean. That's why he sent it to Mike, you know, river bean Navy uh-huh. over in Vietnam. And uh, they said that evidently a liver fluke had caused the cancer after all these years. And yes. the cancer. And then the email uh, that Mike sent me said, this cancer evidently doesn't give symptoms until it's too late. Anyhow, there's a blood test called CA199 or called CEA. Or they do an endoscopy, and they can tell if you have residuals of liver fluke disease, which would be this type of rare cancer. And it's just, you know, horrible. Uh, we discussed this in December a little bit with Dr. Bash, Cheryl. Yes. Um, yes. But we, we couldn't really get into it enough. The time was running out on that show. Um, I, look, I searched, such searched the BVA. A couple of years ago, when I, I found only one uh, award at that time, uh, but there have been more since. This, this is definitely service connectable, and like Dr. Barr said, there were a lot more awards at the BVA than there were four or five years ago because uh, the, the VA is becoming more aware of this. Uh, the widow um, was granted DIC because. Uh, her her husband, a Vietnam vet, was likely exposed to eating poorly cooked fish in Vietnam. And um, it might have been the same veteran that, uh, you know, that I, Mike got the email about. But I don't know. 
but I'm going to I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to read something from an article. Uh, there's a link to the article I've had it. it I'm pretty sure it's still there. Not, if not, I'll post it. Uh, I'm going to read it very quickly. Go uh, ahead. Mike, it's all a quote. Uh, Mike Bauman was drafted in late 1970 and sent to Central Vietnam to do reconnaissance, reconnaissance missions near Wai. Uh, often on long patrols, he said his unit went right out of rations and go fishing for dinner near the border with Laos. We would throw a grenade into the water and then scoop them off the river for, Bauman said. We called it fish on a stick. <laughs> uh, the, the men cooked the makeshift meal as best as they could over tiny blue smokeless flames, but it never really got done. The fish never was fully cooked. Mike didn't think much about it until he went for a long overdue physical three years ago. His blood work indicated there might be a problem with his liver, and further testing revealed he had bile duct cancer. And oh. in one part of the article, he, he says, gee, the bullets missed me and didn't kill me in Vietnam, and I'm going to die from a liver fluke. You know, it's just so ironic. He was denied twice in appeals. Uh, and was still in appeals when the Chicago Tribune first reported the story on him. Um, I, I don't have an, an update on him, but uh, maybe there's some way I could check out an update. I, I don't know, maybe by contacting the newspaper. I never thought of that. Um, I guess they used Sterno, uh, Gerald, to... Yeah, uh, probably was Sterno. Yeah, and it's smokeless, therefore the enemy could not smell smoke. Yeah. Um, and uh, it would be undetectable. But, you know, Sterno, I guess, could heat up sea rats because they're already cooked, right? Yeah. They yeah. just had to be uh, heated. But it looks like Sterno would cook a fish. I don't know how large the cans was or Yeah, I don't nothing, know how. But, uh, uh, and, too, they... They probably didn't want to keep it going too long. And they, no, uh, no. Remember, you can, if you're a hungry person, you can smell food for about half a mile. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> another thing, too. And, uh, and so, they, so they had to be real careful. They yep. just probably ate it on both sides and ate it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they they wouldn't take the time to cook a fish like you or me would, you know. No, with, no. Particularly if they're hungry and in the booties uh, and yeah. aberrations. Yeah, but um, uh, uh, in, in February now, I was surprised to get some recent news. Um, this this recent, on the 18th of this year, the VA stated uh, the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs will like initiate a mortality study of Vietnam era veterans to determine whether individuals who were stationed in Southeast Asia are more likely to develop a deadly cancer linked to a specific type of parasites common there. And it's going to be a study, but uh, what bothered me about the article, I won't read the whole thing, uh, Kirk Kasher said, it is expected to produce results within two years. Well, how many vets are going to die in those two years? I hate to hear about these studies. Yeah, and maybe... Uh, it sounds pretty fatal, but what if they catch a lot of them uh, at some early stages? And they say that there's no symptoms for this cancer until it becomes full-blown. Yeah, they no. say once the uh, liver fluke comes out of dormation, or uh, being dormant, 
then they move pretty quick and and uh usually uh it it's too late yeah yeah it, that's just horrible uh the if they can they... catch it while they're dormant, evidently they can do something with them. Well, but they have to do it, and all them veterans out there, all you veterans out there was in the Middle East, uh, or I mean uh, Asia, uh, should should be tested. Yeah, I don't care I mean, how good you feel. You need to go get tested for the liver flu because it's, it'll kill you. Boy, oh, boy, it's, it's, it's so scary to see that. And... Uh, Oddly enough, the same VA in Northport uh, did a small pilot study on it uh, recently. Uh, they tested 50, 50 area uh, combat uh, Vietnam veterans. One in four, they could see harbored infestations of a river fluke. Oh, man. One in four. And uh, so they are offering uh, uh health screenings and, and whatever they can to the 12 participants who tested positive. Wow. But, uh, but it, like the article says, but until now it has not indicated whether the small study would prompt a larger, more comprehensive testing protocol. But the thing is, the VA has already sort of connected a lot of these vets because they were ever to, able to prove that they were exposed to these liver uh, flukes. And the, the symptoms that start to show up when it's really, um, uh, you know, becoming uh, extremely serious uh, is that the skin uh, turns yellow, has a yellowish tinge, yeah. and the eyes, you know, jaundice. It, it's a lot, like a lot of liver disease. Uh, the skin, uh, a veteran's skin will itch intensely. That's the odd symptom. And their bowel movements will turn white. Oh. That's another odd symptom. And now I some of these I think are symptomatic for other liver conditions too, but still these are things that they are looking for in Vietnam vets, particularly in in, in country veterans. Um, they may have pain in their abdomen. They also have dark urine, fever, uh-huh. weakness. Weight loss and weight loss, and um, uh, I mentioned the yellow skin and eyes, and um, there's quite a bit. Uh, the medical clinic is uh, trying to uh, study about it as well. I mean, well, it, it's just horrible, <clears throat> horrible. Um, and you know, and and a lot of yeah, um, that's when they were in the boonies. Uh, they were there. They'd run out of their food rations, and and they'd have to eat what they could get. And my husband, they were the Marines. Um, uh, Da Nang uh, 6566, uh, his, his platoon, uh, or the guys with him, I don't know if it was considered a platoon, they would catch lizards and try and cook them and eat them. I mean, yeah. they had to eat what they could get. And um, But it, it's highly likely that many Vietnam vets caught and ate, ate fish, just as the article describes, you know, and, and did not, were not able to fully cook them uh, because, like you say, the enemy's going to see smoke and they're going to smell smoke and they're going to smell fish. They're going to smell food, yeah. Yeah, you bet. And so, they, you know, if they did anything, they probably just heated it up on both sides and, uh, and ate That's it. what and, I'm thinking. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. And, and uh, you know, Bertie, as long ago as 
even though it's not that long. But uh, Vietnam was some time back. Now, they could go to Social Security and check uh, the cause of death. How many cases of liver failure uh, do they have? They don't need these two-year studies. They really and, don't. And they can tell you right there, uh, you'll see a spike in, in uh deceased veterans uh, that was caused by liver failure or some kind of liver disease, although chances are it was uh, misdiagnosed. It could be anything, but uh, that would be a good, strong indication. Uh, uh, they don't need these two-year studies. My God, every time you turn around, they want a two-year study. study. Yeah. And then yeah. they want another two year study. Yeah. Before you know it, six to eight years have went by and how yeah. many people are deceased because of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now they can do it with a blood test. Get every veteran yeah. in there hey. and give them a blood test. Yeah, gee, I that, did I mention that'd the be test? my approach to it. <laughs> yeah, well it seems to me the Northport VA seems to be a, a Maybe a testing area for some of this stuff because it was mentioned both in the research I did for both the liver fluke disease and also Lyme disease. And yes. um, did did I mention the uh, the test? I don't know if I did. Uh, you did for Lyme disease, and I think you did for the liver fluke, but I forgot what the numbers were. Yeah. Uh, well, let me see. Yeah, there is but a test, but I forget. Every veteran that served over there should be tested. I don't care if you feel like a million bucks. Uh, yeah, we tested yeah. this stuff lay dormant. When it comes out, it it it's got a, it's bad. Boy, oh boy, can you imagine dying of something like that? It's terrible. Oh, terrible. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, here I thought I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, I'll have to go over my notes and see. I'm pretty sure that, that there's a definitive test. Oh, they, oh yeah, it's the C6. Oh, no, that, uh, that's for the uh, other stuff. I thought that I wrote down a test for it. But then again... Yes, uh, I, you give it. Uh, well, but the uh, thing is, uh, there there may not be a screening test, but if that's their diagnosis and they have bile duct cancer... Uh, uh, I think well, then it'd be, it'd be a little late once they get that cancer, ain't it? Well, yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it? I mean, I, I don't know, gee, Gerald, it, it, it's just awful to read this stuff, to think that, you know, maybe if something was done sooner, but apparently this thing comes on when it's, when it's almost too late. Yeah, you know, true. When it's almost too late. But, uh, but there I'm, is a test, and I mentioned it to him. Say, I want this test. I was there, and I want this test. Yeah, boy, oh boy, the uh, Rockport VA seems to be doing quite a, a a bit of research, and that was new to me. You know, at least they're looking into the stuff. But what good is it if if they're screening veterans and getting like a, a, a control amount of veterans? And finding that they have a disability like this type of cancer, why isn't that good enough? I mean, you know, where they still have to do another study, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I would yeah. still, 
insist on a test. If they didn't want to give it to you, find out the, the type of test and go to your local uh, uh, doctor or something and get one. Yeah. Well, I, I'll have to find that out because I took I, I took about 14 or 15 pages of notes on this uh, uh, research that I did, Gerald. It's, uh, uh-huh. Uh, it, and, uh, and the more I learned, the less I knew. And if there is a test, I'll find it, and I'll put exactly what it was, because I might be going, <laughs> you know, missing something here in my notes, thinking we didn't need it to read it. But still, uh, if a veteran has certain symptoms and they're showing the the, the jaundice appearance in their skin, yes. um, well, actually, uh, you know, they, they can start doing anything they can. You know, probably give them a CAT scan to see what's wrong with their liver, um, and they can tell a lot about your liver even with a CAT scan. You know, it doesn't have to be an MRI. And right away, uh, at some point, they're going to determine that if it's bile duct cancer, it is definitely the, uh, I'll say it wrong, the cholangia type of car- uh, carcinoma. So they'll know how to diagnose that. And veterans, at the, uh, as even Dr. Bash said, have, have won their claims. Because they yes. did prove uh, that uh, in Vietnam or wherever they were, that they were um, on maneuvers where they, their rations uh, ran out and they, you know, cooked uh, these liver fluke. I mean, yes. you know, I mean fish, you know, with liver fluke disease in them. And, well, uh, and even it, the the fish birds, they even drank the water and say that they said it was in the water too. Oh really? Oh, yes. Gee. I it's thought it was a parasite. A oh, no, it's I not it was... just. A, it could be in the water. Well, drink. I'm sure. Uh, I didn't know that, Gerald. But uh, yeah, I mean, sure. A lot of times I had to drink the water. God knows what was in some of that water. Oh, well, Agent Orange was in it. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> well, mean, that that's gee, for sure. Yeah. See, uh, but, um, but it, it's awful to know that this is something. Oddly enough, that is creeping up on our nation's Vietnam veterans. Yes, it now, is. Now, you know, now, years after the fact. But uh, if it's not completely symptomatic and it takes decades to linger, and, and all that time it's, it's, it's creating problems with the bile duct, but they might not be problems that a, a doctor could even detect or even uh, consider would be a parasite. Well, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's probably overlooked many times. Yeah, yeah. And uh, your liver start going bad. Wouldn't that affect your other organs? And maybe well, you got I, a weaker organ or something. Yeah, I, I would think that it would. I, I definitely uh, I, would I think. I would too. Yeah. So I mean, um, you the, know, and it made me think of the uh, North Koreans that escaped that were found with the parasite. Oh, oh yeah. It, they said they were just loaded with them. Yeah, and it's horrible. And that one guy, he had undigested corn kernels in his stomach, meaning uh-huh. he was eating raw corn off the cob, which the stomach yeah. can't really digest well. And uh, uh-huh. what bothered me is that these were, um, I was going to say men and women, I think they were probably primarily men, maybe some women too, 
that were, you know, they were uh, doing all this guard duty at the DMZ, which was an important job, uh-huh. but they weren't being fed properly. Oh, and, well, you uh, sure I, It's just unbelievable to me how, uh, you know, and, um, but of course, all the Koreans that surround, uh, uh, what's his name, um, <laughs> I call him a kid, you know, the, the head of North Korea, all the people that you see in photographs of him that surround him from the military, they all look like they're pretty well fed and they look like they're happy. So yeah. uh, I imagine he's, you know, making sure that they get plenty to eat. But uh, can you imagine being right. like... Yeah. And that soldier I mean, escaped that anthrax. <laughs> oh, yeah, had anthrax too, John. Yeah, yeah. Gerald, um, we need to pay some bills, buddy. Oh my John, oh. I'm I'm plumb for God. Oh, <laughs> you got the link? No, I didn't forget. I was just waiting for the right you got moment. The... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> take about two Hold minutes. Hold on, Murphy. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to be pain free? You know, <laughs> yeah. feel like you used yeah. to feel. <laughs> Bioweight is a life-changing, <laughs> non-opioid, effective way to block chronic or acute pain. It's designed to block pain at the push of a button with patented, smarter pain-blocking technology. Unlike outdated pain-relieving devices or treatments, Bioweight blocks pain at the source. Proven effective and in use by more than 30 VAs, active military, SEAL teams, and most NFL, NBA, and MLB teams. Visit BioWave.com to read testimonials from veterans and active military. BioWave, VA recognized, VA prescribed, FDA cleared, and made in America. If you're a veteran or active duty or know someone that needs safe, non-opioid, and effective help managing pain, please go to BioWave.com and learn how to get treatment at no cost. Experience BioWave. Block the pain and get back in the game. BioWave.com. Smarter pain blocking technology. And for more on BioWave, here's Gerald. Yes. Oh, and be sure to go to BioWave.com uh, forward slash customers. Uh, oh, BioWave.com uh, uh, forward slash customers. And uh, another one is BioWave.com. Uh, dot uh, com forward slash testimonials. We have all kinds of testimonials there you can listen to, and they're from real people. And uh, don't forget here, you can go to www.bioway.com forward slash VA. And... Check them out, folks. Uh, check them out. They're good people. Uh, and uh, if you got a pain, they they have a plan to take care of it. Oh, now we can go back to the show there. Uh, uh, Berta, uh, uh, where were we here? Uh, yeah, uh, John said something about anthrax, and I was going to add something quick about jet guns. Uh, but that's an important uh, thing to consider, uh, better management of pain, Gerald, because, let's face it, 
Too many of our veterans are addicted to opioids. It's not their oh, fault. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's not their fault. Uh, and and for years, uh, the VA and private hospitals have used all sorts of painkillers that have had long-term addictive effects. And it's, you know, and it's like, what does a veteran do? But uh, that was a, a pretty interesting uh uh, 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 thing that you talked about is that is it spelled B I O way or is it B Y way? Uh, it's B I O W A V E. Oh, by a wave. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, my my speech ain't, ain't ain't what it used to be since I took too many of them. What do you call them? Open operas. Opioids. Opioids. Well, yeah, they can change uh, a person's complete personality. I mean, you know, uh, I'm going to check that out tomorrow, Gerald, because pain, if veterans cannot get relief from pain, and, of course, the way the VA has to cut back on a lot of their pain medication, uh, they need alternatives, and there are alternatives out there, and this sounds really good. If this is something the VA is to... you know, using themselves, to me, that means that that tells me that that's something that's working as a positive alternative because uh, veterans in pain, you know yourself, are depressed veterans. They have oh, anxiety yes. because how how worse is it going to get? And um, it, it, that's good news. I, I'm kind of proud of the VA if they're looking at alternatives, and it sounds like this company's doing a good job. I think it, that's wonderful. Y- yes, com slash VA. That's yeah, uh, you know, and and their testimonial uh, page, and and uh, you know they have a a pretty good site there. So everyone check them out. Yeah, boy, I'll check that out tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Real good. Um, I just want to mention uh, uh, Alex Graham. Uh, I don't know if he put it as had it yet, but he uh, found a, a case at the board. I don't know if this is a case he helped with or not. In December uh, 2017, the board awarded for hep, hep C, hepatitis, due yes. to an air gun injection. So those claims that used to be so hard to uh, succeed in are being succeeded in. Can you imagine getting hepatitis? from an air gun injection? (laughs) Uh, When do you get those injections, Daryl? Like your first week there, or is it the first uh, couple days? Well, it's not too long after you get in the boot camp, you get them, and then they give them to you periodically. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my lands, I'll never forget them. Bind you up and blast you. Yeah, Yeah. Bam, 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 and they, Boy. you know, and uh, if some yeah. some guy flinched or stepped away and, and like getting shot with a little shotgun, that blood would just squirt out. Oh yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't miss a beat. That next, nope, nope. wouldn't miss a beat. Oh, <laughs> you know, Bertus. Yeah, as soon yeah. as I seen that bird, I, thought, I brought back some memories. As soon as I saw that, could you remember Alan Opie, right? Uh. I had it. Remember Alan Opie? Alan Opie. Remember Alan? Oh, I sure do. That was Uh, a big battle with Jack Guns. That's right. Yeah, that's right. A big battle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And of yeah. course, uh, uh, Alex had a big battle too. You know, Alex ran, yeah. and and he uh, he you know got through that battle real good. Uh, John, you mentioned anthrax, huh? Yeah. Um, is there anything new yeah. on anthrax? No, there's not. I mean, I brought that up because uh, the uh, soldier that escaped got shot so many times trying to get over to South Korea. He made it, but uh, they put him in the hospital. They did a bunch of blood tests on him and found out the dude, he came in and he had anthrax and all kind of stuff, was starved to death. And most of the military is like that in North Korea. So, um, oh, sure, but he had you know, anthrax. He, Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. So it's kind of a... Well, well it's kind of amazing how he's made it. More the contact. Yeah. Well, I think most they of the did. population I mean, probably has parasites and all sorts of diseases. You know. Well, yeah, they're malnourished. Yeah, malnourished. I mean, gosh, I mean, it's 2018. It just seems impossible to me, but there's a lot of malnourished people around the world, and. I'm, I don't know. It, it's just a terrible situation. Terrible. I don't well, know. Well, you what. could probably take a, a case of uh, Ball Frank uh, hot dogs over and take his military away from him. You know. Well, well I think <laughs> Yeah, they pump when you cook them. Boy, oh, boy. Just <laughs> let them sizzle real good. You put them... Put them on a hot dog bun and you you get everybody. <laughs> yeah, get Larry the King to sing the Armor Hot Dog song and you're in. Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I don't know who don't like to eat. Jeez. If they're starving to death, it'd be easy to get them. Boy, oh boy. Well, it's. It's fun to eat, but it, you know, I mean, when you had when, when you had half your stomach removed like I have, you don't eat as much as you used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How much weight have you lost, John? One hundred and four. Wow. Good for you, man. John. Good for you. That's a lot yeah. to be proud of. That that is, I, and I remember when you first started out with you know realizing you had to lose weight. Do you feel a yeah. lot better? Well, uh, most people didn't have the problems I did. I had the uh, mine blew out on me. I had a leak. I got septic with uh, streptococcal and all kind of crazy stuff, and just about didn't make it. Oh my God! And, uh, I spent most of the month of August, September in the hospital, and that was kind of that was a bad time. Then I came home and was on home infusion for six weeks, so I could eat only IV. Mm. And, uh, after that, I started doing pretty good, though. Yeah. <laughs> You mean this past September? August and September, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea you went through that. I had well, no idea. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Just, uh, that's a lot. It just uh, put me out of the boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're still in the, well, you're still <laughs> uh, piloting the ship, though, <laughs> the boat. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. you're, still, yeah. you're still quite well among us, uh, the living. And, you know... John, none of us have an expiration date because nobody knows when that'll be, you know. I mean, when you think of it that way, <laughs> you know, uh, I looked oh, at my uh, debit card today. Sense. I had to get some upgrades to my computer, and I had to buy something uh, from Microsoft online. And it, the exp- expiration date on my debit card is 2022. 
And I figured, gee, mm-hmm. well, at least they think I'm good to the get-go for a few more years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, you get older and you don't want to even buy green bananas because you think you'll waste them, you know, if they – you know, don't ripen in time. <laughs> but uh, two days, they'll ripen in two days. You put them in front of a kitchen window. Oh, indeed they will. Indeed yeah. they will. Yeah. But um, sit too long and be making banana bread out of them. <laughs> oh, that happens to me all the time because I notice. Look, I'll buy maybe four bananas and eat two of them, and then all of a sudden the other two are really getting kind of real dark looking. And I figured, well, I'll make banana bread. But usually by the time I make the banana bread, they they smell like there's like a high alcohol contact or something. <laughs> you know? And I figured, no, these aren't quite ready for, they're, they're, they're beyond uh, the point of no return. <laughs> yeah. You can make, you can make banana wanna, balls like bourbon balls out of Yeah. Well, this woman, I don't know if you guys ever watch The Hoarders on TV, this woman... Uh, she it was a shame she's a hoarder and I feel so sorry for these people. Uh, you know they they just let things overwhelm them. But she one of the main things she hoarded was banana skins because she saw them as a work of art. And she had a few <laughs> dangling from her ceiling, and they actually were quite beautiful. And they were all different uh, the more they rotted away. <laughs> but uh, I said to myself, now if I was going to be a hoarder. I hoard money or food. <laughs> yeah, know? there you go. That little teenage girl's got that song out about Havana. It's a big popper song. They're, they're playing it all over the radio, you know. I heard one guy's version on YouTube doing that and talking about he slipped on a banana. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy. But you know bananas are good for you, though. Yeah, uh, I try to eat a banana. I don't like it, eating an apple a day, but I try to eat a banana a few times a week. But I'll tell you one thing. Um, I think I'm in pretty good health, and I think one reason is I like vegetables and, and fruit. And I, I think there's a lot to be said for vegetables. They're the most important thing that I think about when I'm planning a meal. And I usually eat three vegetables with every meal. Uh, Except vegetables and fruits, yeah, you need yeah. to load up fresh vegetables and fruits. Yes, yeah. fiber, fresh folks. Stuff. Fresh it's stuff. fiber. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, people need the fiber and all the other uh, good uh, vitamins they can get from vegetables. And, uh, you know, I, I hope this has been an interesting show for our listeners. Uh, and I'm going to follow it up with some links and information that have it either tomorrow or, or Wednesday. Tomorrow I've got a real busy day. But um, these are serious things to think about. Lyme disease and liver flu. Yeah. And they, they focus on Vietnam vets. But I'm thinking something else, too. I read a DIC claim once years ago. The widow fought them for a long time, and she finally won her claim. Her husband had a very rare form of cancer. I don't remember what kind it was. It was very, very rare. He was stationed in Korea, and he was stationed near this small village where possibly some, uh, he was army, possibly some, uh, him and some of the other servicemen went to the, the small village. 
and she found a study that was done on people in this village, small population, where an extremely high incident of the same type of cancer occurred in that population. And the BVA decided that it was not a coincidence that her husband, more than likely with this same type of cancer, got it while he was stationed in Korea because this village was not even far from where he served and maybe and maybe he had even made a few trips to the village. And now I'm beginning to wonder if it was really a liver fluke problem. It could have very well been. Oh, yeah. heard of, we're, we're out of time. I know. The time goes by too fast, Gerald. It's no, been I'm wonderful not. being with you guys tonight. Oh, I'm telling you, this is yeah, it's good having you on. We're sure glad you come on. Yeah. Uh, and this was an important topic. Really, it is. And I yeah. would sure yeah. like to see all veterans that was in the uh, Asian uh, uh, area to get tested. Just get tested. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There's already been way too many uh, that's... Uh, are deceased, and and I think we'd be amazed how many of them could be tracked back to this if it was done responsibly. Yep. Uh, it could be, uh, Lyme disease is, is certainly one, and uh, as well as your liver fluke. Uh, that's something yeah. we just heard about recently within the, you know, and... Yeah, yeah. The BAs had to be aware of it for some time. I I just know they have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not new. It's new to the veteran community because we're just getting the word out. Yeah, and when you start researching it, you find out that they've actually connected vets already, and some of them are dead. You know, uh, and and that, that astonished me, too, because that was not a type of cancer I was familiar with, uh, you know, and, uh, but, uh, but in any event, like I said, uh, when we started the show, the military can be a very dangerous place. One never knows what That's they're going right. to be exposed to, you know. None and, of us uh, do, and, uh, no, if, no. if you were in the service, uh, keep an eye on your health if things start going, you know, not yeah, right. And, yeah. Yep. You ain't got yeah. no answers. Start looking back towards your time in the military. What did you do? Uh, uh, what type of agents were, you know, where you were stationed? Uh, there's yep. all, so yep. many things to look at. Yeah, there are. There are. Not there to blame are. everything on the VA, the dirty dogs. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, but what bothers me, like with the Lyme disease, uh, the VA or even a good private doctor could easily misdiagnose that as something else because the symptoms are so similar, even the chronic fatigue syndrome. You know, the fact that that could be, that's a presumptive to the Gulf War vets, but that could also be a residual that's rateable due to active um, Lyme disease. So it's just amazing. And, you know, I've been doing this stuff for decades, Gerald, but I I always learn something new. You know, (laughs) 
<laughs> Always. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just you know wondering what's going to raise its ugly head next. Uh, well, we just don't know. I don't know. I don't. Well, Murda, we appreciate you coming on. Really. Well, thank you you're, both. Your your breath of fresh air. Well, thank you. Uh, you and John have done a remarkable job uh, with the radio shows, and I'm grateful that T-Bird has this show that's been going on for quite some time now. You know, it's a website, and I know that we have helped people by what we've offered. And the good part is it's all archived. You know, yeah. they're living in for me forever. Oh. And every once in a while, I look at to see what people are reading online, particularly the guests. And uh-huh. it's amazing. It feels good when they go back and they're re- they're, they're clicking onto a show in the archives. It's just great because uh, the well, most of our shows are are usually to the point. We do the best we can. We're not professionals. We don't claim to be. Uh, although we uh, we will give lessons uh, for a certain amount of funds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, it's nice having you on, and we better get over here before Bog Talk increases our Uh our (laughs) monthly payment. (laughs) I get that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, thank you very much, guys. Well, you have a good one, Berta. You too, you and John. Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. okay. Bye now. Bye. Hmm. It's a good show, girl. I think it was. Good show. Yeah. You've been listening to the com Blog Talk Radio Show. Sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bachelor Show. <laughs>